Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. You made it. It's Friday, it's the weekend. You could be at work during the weekend, you could be getting money during the weekend, you could be relaxing during the weekend. But right now, you're here with me. I'm going to be here for the next four hours. I don't know what the hell you're doing. You can hang out with me the whole time. That's perfectly fine. This is when I get started every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. A big shout-out to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City. He's holding it down. You're holding it down, too. Thank you to everybody listening on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can take the show with you anywhere. You can listen to all four hours. You can hit pause. Somebody called you, you they interrupted you, hit pause, right? I said something, you want to make sure you heard it correctly, go ahead and hit rewind. And then you can only hit rewind if you, well, you can only hit fast forward if you hit rewind. Yeah, that makes sense. You can't fast forward me if I'm live. It's not how the world works. Anyway, you can also listen on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Thank you to everybody locked on to the good old radio. My friends on Sirius XM Channel 158. Satellites are cool. And then everybody on a smart speaker. And I guess internet connected device, if that's how they say it. But you know what the hell I mean. Anyway, we got a busy four hours. We're going to talk about the uh, NFL Combine. Got a lot of dudes running around and running fast. We have gigantic human beings who are faster than running backs. Uh, We have uh, quarterbacks who are defending their size and stature and and ability. And it's just like, what, what is this? I woke up this morning and... We got NFL quarterbacks saying, oh, yeah, 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 I'm mobile. I could have run more or I could have ran more in college. We got another NFL quarterback. He's he's standing up at the podium and he's standing in front of, I don't know, you know, 100 nerds who've never run a, a mile in their life. And he's going, yeah, I'm big enough to play quarterback. Like, well, what do you want him to say? Anyway, we're going to talk about C.J. Stroud. We're going to talk about Bryce Young. The small and the moveless or motionless, whatever we want to call them. Stetson Bennett spoke as well. I don't know what his deal is. Uh, 
a couple of weeks ago, he was knocking on doors drunk, trying to remember where he lived. And, uh, or tonight, he was just, or today, just out of it. The NFL Players Association released a survey about teams with the best conditions, the worst conditions. And there's an NFL team that has, uh, that has rats. They had a rat problem in their locker room. There's an NFL team that charged its own players to take food home. There's an NFL franchise that didn't even help their players with supplements. There's an NFL team that doesn't have first-class seats for these 400-pound men. We're going to talk about the bum-ass NFL teams, and uh, I think some of them you would probably already guess right about. Pretty disastrous what's going on in the NFL. There might be some changes coming to college football. That wouldn't be the worst of things. We'll talk about Nikola Jokic. I don't know why people don't like this guy. Kendrick Perkins says he's stat padding. This man's about to average a triple-double. He's seven feet tall, and he, he moves like the Michelin tire man. Like, can we give him some credit here? It's a hard-knock life. And then I just came from State Farm Arena. I just watched the Portland Trailblazers lose to the Atlanta Hawks 129-111. to And I had a good time before I had to just leave to – to come on air. I could have, you know, now that I think about it, I'd have been too much work. Shep, I was going to say I could have broadcast my show from the arena, but I'd be there all night. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> JR, worst case scenario. What? I could always, I mean, it, like, if it's, a, if it's an epic game and you want to be there, I could always start the show, you know. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's correct. No, no taking. There you go. This was a this was an ass whooping though. This game, the, Portland never led, and if they did, they led by two points early on. The Hawks led by like ten and fifteen points the entire game. This was non-competitive. Remember a few nights ago we were talking about Damian Lillard's teammates, and I said that they were light posts. Yep. There is a section in State Farm Arena. I don't know what they call them. I believe it's the sixth man. They are adjacent to the Hawks bench, but on the concourse level. And they are like the rowdiest group. One of the, one of the Portland Trailblazers players, he was standing at the free throw line to take free throws. And the fans were chanting at this guy, the section, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And he's standing right there. He, he hears it. The Blazers hear it. And that's almost as, as embarrassing as uh, everybody leaving Russell Westbrook open. Nobody knows who these guys are. Damian Lillard, he dropped 33 points tonight. Jeremy Grant had 14 points. Cam Reddish in a return to Atlanta, he had 25, which means he'll have three points in their next game. And I don't know who the hell these guys are on their bench. I know, I know. Knox, he stinks. Uh, Little has had two points. Shaden Sharp had nine. And this is sad that the Damian Lillard has to go out there and play with these guys because they're going nowhere. Dejounte Murray had forty-one points for the Hawks tonight. 
he was a perfect 5 of 5 from downtown. DeJounte Murray was 17 of 22. He really didn't miss. And Trey Young, there were concerns that he wouldn't play tonight with a groin injury. He had 23 points, 11 assists, and 7 rebounds. So congratulations. Who the hell is this guy now? Quinn Snyder. You picked up your first victory here with the Atlanta Hawks. And Trey Young wasn't out there just just knocking down crap. He wasn't out there knocking down garbage. Good for him. Damian Lillard is, uh, it, it stinks. I can't remember the last time we had a player like this that uh, just, I don't want to call it a waste. He's, he's a top 75 player. He's one of the most clutch ballers that the NBA has ever seen. LaMarcus Aldris was on his way out. It became Damian Lillard's team. And now he's stuck doing things like this. Hey, Shep, he, he knocked down a, a three, like in garbage time for no reason? Yeah, I mean, it's basically a whole hump 28th point for Damian Lillard, something we are more than accustomed to saying about uh, Dame time at this point. Yeah, let's listen to the Blazers radio network. 112.89. You know, you can tell he's feeling good because he's not really a three-point shooter. Bible's three, no good. Walker gives it to Dame. Dame to the wing. He puts up a three-pointer. That one's in. 28 for Lillard. Yeah, he finished with 33 points tonight in the loss. He had five threes. He had eight assists. I watched him the entire game until I had to leave. I left that, like, right around the beginning of the, the fourth quarter. I left. He does not force the action. He is quicker than he looks, ridiculously fast. He's very strong. He can finish through contact. At the beginning of the game, he was looking to make sure his teammates got involved, where there were opportunities for him to just jack up a shot or drive to the lane. He went ahead and said, hey, Jeremy Grant, go ahead, get some offense in, get warmed up. He gave Cam Reddish the go-ahead to, to get busy. And then when he wanted to, Damian Lillard goes ahead and he scores when he wants. It's just a damn shame that he's in Portland. And it's for a long time, and it's nothing against Portland. I was just in Portland in in December. I thought Portland was beautiful. I loved it. The fans are great. He owns the town. Besides the Timbers, the – well. Or maybe that's Seattle. I don't know. They got an MLS team there. Besides them, it's the Blazers. It's been a basketball town. It's been a Blazers town. The old Rose Garden, whatever the hell they call it now, that place gets jumping. I wish they had a reason, too. They couldn't beat the Golden State Warriors in the the, the West Finals a couple of years ago. Kevin Durant was busted. They didn't do anything there. Damian Lillard is 32 years old. He's one of the best players in the league to watch, but who who sees him? The Blazers don't get no no Saturday night games. They don't. Hey, Shep, do we still get Sunday? There's no NBA on Sunday, right? Them days are over, right? Yeah, I I miss those days with Snapper Jones and Tom Hammond. Yeah, now it's the Saturday primetime. 
Yeah, Saturday. The Blazers ain't getting them games. I don't even know what the Saturday night game is tomorrow. Probably some crap that I'm not going to watch. Probably Actually, Gail, you might like it. Buck Sixers. Oh, Buck Sixers tomorrow. I know what this means. Joel Embiid won't play. <laughs> right? I, I, I'm just guessing. Is that the one <laughs> game or are there two? <laughs> we got here. Buck Sixers, ABC. Okay. The other big will play. On the Sixers? No, on the on the Bucks. Oh, Giannis? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, they're going to whoop that ass probably. I wish more people saw Damian. And, you know, here's the other thing about Damian Lillard. I watched him pregame. He warms up before the fans get into the arena. The fans are now in the arena crowding his entire area to go to the back. He has now warmed up. He got his shots in. He's socializing on the bench with staff members for the, the Blazers. And now it's time for him to, to go back and change. And so he has to walk through the fans on the, you know, in the aisleway through the tunnel to go back to the locker room. Damian Lillard stops and signs every single autograph. Everyone. There's fans on both sides, and he's signing and signing and signing, and then he goes to the back, and then he's just, he's just so relaxed and so chill. There's a guy who plays for the Hawks. Uh, he has his earbuds in, and when he steps off the court, he just darts to the back. You might, his name is Trey. You figure it out who it is. Damian Lillard is so likable. I just wish more people saw him. I wish he was on a better team. He lives by the sword. He dies by the sword. He's not going to rush to join none of these super teams. He's At this point, he's going to be up there. I'd love it if he was a New York Nick. I don't think it's going to happen. He's a humble dude. A relaxed dude. He just dropped 71 points. I'm glad I was awake to see it on Sunday night. He's effortless. There's no problems. There's no issues. He's not punching 17-year-olds in his backyard. And yeah, sure, Damian Lillard has a shoe. He has commercials. He has notoriety. He might go down as one of the greatest players that we've seen to not even compete for a championship. And that's a shame. I remember last year there was a point in time Damian Lillard going on one of his ridiculous streaks, one of the most clutch players the league has seen as well. And Damian Lillard, he spoke to the the, the press after the game. He spoke to the television station after the game. And they asked him, like, man, how how do you stay so relaxed and humble about this? And he said, man, it's, it's just how I grew up. Mind you, Damian Lillard wears zero because it's like an O for Oakland. Listen to Damian Lillard. None of those things that you just named would be possible without the work. And, um, you know, I wasn't a, a highly touted middle school player, high school player, or college player. You know, I had to do my work behind the scenes, you know, like you did. I had to earn my way. Um, and I, I didn't know that I was going to ever get the credit for it or ever get the results for it. So I know what it's like to be unknown and to 
you know, not have the, the lights on you and to um, want to be seen and want a scholarship to a big school and things like that. I was behind the scenes doing the work. So I don't forget those steps that it took for me to get here. So, you know, even though I, I got a family and I got all these commercials and, you know, these endorsements, I don't forget the thing that makes all of those things possible, which is the work, the discipline, um, the humility, um, the compassion, you know, all of those things that I know I, I bring as a person, I know that's a part of why I've been able to get a lot of the things that I've gotten. So um, if I get if I get away from doing what got me here, I'm doing my family and, and everybody else around me a disservice. So Man, he is he is so easy to root for. He is so easy to like. I, I think it would just be damn good if we saw him in, in more of a winning environment. I'm hoping that the Western Conference Finals isn't the the peak of uh of Damian Lillard in his career. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got a caller and his name is Michael from Birmingham. You're on the JR Sport Brief show. JR, I appreciate you taking my call, man. You're always generous when I call in. I just want to say I enjoy listening to your show and I appreciate you taking my phone call. Man, Damian Lillard reminds me most of Back when I was younger, Mitch Richmond just playing out in Sacramento all those years. I know they're completely different players, right? But they remind me a lot of each other. Mitch Richmond was out there dropping 24, 28 points a night for years, constantly in the top three to five in shooting or or points per game and, and such. And he just never cared. He went out there and did his job, man. And that, that's what you're talking about, the humbleness of Dame and everything. I mean, he just. He wants to have a winner there in Portland, it seems, but he's not going to go chase it just to just to win one on one of these super teams. Yeah, I love your uh, take on it. I loved your take on Trey. I just thought it was all spot on, man. And I want to call in and tell you that, and I, I appreciate you taking my call, man. Thank you. Hey, Mike, you know you're my neighbor in Birmingham, right? You know that. Yeah. Well, that, that's probably why I like your take so much, man. You're over there in Atlanta, and um, I. What do you think about the Hawks, dude? I mean, Uh-oh. they they've just been trash. I mean, I I'm, I might be getting you started here, but <laughs> they've just been average or bad for so long. It's just I don't wow. even know what to think about it, man. They are they are what I would call top heavy right now with uh, Trey Young and Dejounte Murray. You have two guards, two wing players. They're two different type of wing players, and they can score. I mean, tonight. The Jonte Murray had 41 points. Trey Young had 23. But on any given night after that, what are you getting? John Collins, who is a, a potential 2010 guy, he had six points tonight. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, 17. What you get after that, you have no idea. There's there's no consistency. Uh, so that's something that the Hawks will figure out, and that's why for for years before and after contract. The Hawks have looked at John Collins as as trade bait. Uh, if John Collins would go out and or be able to get his shot consistently, uh, I think the Hawks would would be in a a, a different space. Man, appreciate you, Mike. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Jr. Take care, man. You as well. And as it relates to Mitch Richmond, oh man, it's uh it's, as great as Mitch is, and we've had Mitch on the show here before. It's night and day. You know, he can be a Hall of Famer. Damian Lillard is a top 75 player, one of the best shooters and guards that the league has seen, uh, one of the most clutch. Uh, maybe we'd, we'd have him in that you know, Reggie Miller clutch category. I think we, he already is in the regular season, 
Maybe we'd have more clutch moments of Damian Lillard in the postseason. Uh, I hope we get him. It doesn't look like it's going to happen this season. And every year that goes by, Damian Lillard gets a little older. It's a hard knock life. One of my favorite players, if not my favorite player in the league right now. So I was happy to see him down at State Farm Arena. It's one trip per season. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot to get into with the NFL Combine. Daniel Jones is asking for money. Stetson Bennett is, uh, I don't know. He's like, yeah, I made a mistake. I was drunk. There's, there's a lot to discuss. But when we come back, I want to talk about another NBA All-Star, future Hall of Famer. People respect Damian Lillard. The next guy, man, nobody gives him no damn love. I'll tell you who it is on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4227 it's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio I told you I just came from State Farm Arena here in Atlanta I watched Damian Lillard take on the Atlanta Hawks the Hawks come out on top 129 to 111 Uh, No surprise there. DeJounte Murray had an amazing night, 41 points. Trey Young had 23 in the loss without forcing it while making it look ridiculously easy. Damian Lillard finished with 33 points. Former Hawk, the team that selected him, Cam Reddish, came back. He had a surprising 25 points. Jeremy Grant had a poor shooting night, only finished with 14, 5 of 16 from the field, Atlanta is on top, 129 to 111. Damian Lillard, I wish he had some new teammates. I wish Damian Lillard had some. Uh... I want to see him in the conference finals. I want to see him competing for a championship every year. Someone who's currently competing for a championship is Nikola Jokic. And Nikola Jokic is seemingly in the same boat. Uh, people are waiting on him to to go to the finals. And we'll talk about him momentarily. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Susan. She's calling from Oregon. Eugene, to be exact. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm calling to thank you so much for shining the light on Damian Lillard. Um, it's, It's incredible what he's done for Portland. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around 71 points last Sunday. And he's just amazing. And you're right. We only have the Portland Timbers and the Portland Trailblazers to root for. And he wears the letter O proudly because he doesn't forget where he comes from, Oakland, California. So thank yeah. you. No doubt, Susan. Thank you for calling from Eugene. Yeah, he's he's so easy to root for. You go to a restaurant in Portland, you go to a bar, and, you know, there's a Damian Lillard poster. There's a Damian Lillard uh, you know, I went to a place, they had like a Damian Lillard action figure. It's, he's he's the guy in that town. There's, there's nobody else. 
I'm looking at Twitter right now. You can tweet me at JR Sport Brief. Who said this? Somebody messaged me and they said, uh, Damian Lillard, Paul Shue. Damian Lillard is the Mike Trout of the NFL. What? The NFL? What are we confusing things here? The NBA. At least Damian Lillard plays. Mike Trout still plays baseball. Every time I look, this guy is cheering on the Eagles. He can't stay healthy. I don't know what that guy does. Anyway, Damian Lillard is one dude who doesn't get just full attention that he should. And what about Nikola Jokic? He's in action right now in Denver. Shout-outs to everybody in Omaha City hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. The game just started. Memphis leads 16-13. Uh, to 13. Nikola Jokic is averaging a triple-double this year. Nikola Jokic has just won the last two MVP awards in the NBA. Uh, Nikola Jokic is probably on pace to win his third MVP. But Nikola Jokic, for most people, is probably boring. He's just a, a, a tall Serbian dude. There are no commercials. There are no ads. There are no fancy, you know, comments at a press conference. Uh, he shows up to the game. The fanciest thing he'll do is is wear a suit, and you go, wow, this, this dude has some type of style. But it is as straightforward as possible. There's no fluff with Jokic. Even when he tells jokes, his jokes, hey, uh, it's been said that you're statting your pats. You're patting, is, is shut what I just say? You said it, right? Patting your stats. Okay. Patting your stats. Nikola Jokic goes, because I am. Like, there's nothing about this guy. Nothing. And he's one of the best centers that the NBA has seen in the past 20 years. And we know the NBA has gone away from centers. You have, I'd say you got him. You have Joel Embiid. And by the way, Nikola Jokic is the first center to have won an MVP since the NBA had real centers, and that was Shaquille O'Neal. Now we got a bunch of guards dominating the league. 25 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. I hope Nikola Jokic stays over 10 assists. I hope he averages a triple-double, and I hope he wins the damn MVP award. The Nuggets are in first place. They might have a chance and a shot to compete for a title if Murray and, and Porter actually are healthy enough and don't make dumbass decisions. People need to see Jokic. He's one of the best big men that the league has seen. Are people watching Denver? People paying attention outside of talking about Jokic? Or what's the big deal? Kendrick Perkins. He won't shut up about Jokic. And Kendrick Perkins thinks that European players are just held to a different standard, that American players have it tougher. I'm like, what are we talking about? Take a listen to Kendrick Perkins on Twitter about Jokic. I need to know when it comes down to the criteria moving the goalposts for the MVPs because I understand you in the analytics. I understand you're a historian of the game of basketball. But I went and did a little research myself. And since 1990, there's only been three MVPs that wasn't top 10 in scoring that won that award. Dirk Nowinski, Steve Nash, and Jokic. Now, what all, what do they have in common? 
<laughs> I let it sit there and marinate. I'm just trying to see, you know what I'm saying? When I'm walking into the club, do I need my J's on or is it a dress code? Do I need to put another pair, of, you know, a church shoes or some red bottoms? Or I need a note. Is it Uchi Wale or is it one mic? Like, what's the criteria when moving the goalposts for certain players to win the MVP? I need to know. Because it seemed like the goalposts move every single time when we want to push it out there, this particular player that we want to win the MVP. Because we all know in 2006 when Kobe was averaging 31, when he the Lakers were the seventh seed and the roster that he had uh, uh, compared to Steve Nash and Steve Nash won his second consecutive MVP in 2006, was he really supposed to win that? Was he really supposed to outdo Kobe that year? I'm just trying to figure it out, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to get an understanding what's the criteria and why the goalposts move for certain players. What the hell is Kendrick Perkins talking about? What is he saying? Because they're white that they what 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 does one year have to do with the other? Who cares? Kobe should have won in 06. You and I both know that, JR. That doesn't have nothing to do with what he just said. Steve did Steve Nash win the award because he was white? Did Jokic just win this award? Uh, did he win it because he was white? Did Dirk when and when Dirk won it, Dirk lost in the playoffs. So Kendrick Perkins just made no sense. We know the MVP award is about the story. The MVP award is about how the writers feel. The MVP award is who deserves it. Who's the best? Who's the most compelling player? Russell Westbrook won the MVP averaging the triple-double or a triple-double for the first time since Oscar Robertson on a crap Thunder team. Like, there's the, the, the criteria does change. So let's not point it out that what do Nikola Jokic and Steve Nash and, and Dirk Nowitzki, what do they have in common? Well, tell me, what do they have in common? Are they humans? Because when it comes down to basketball, the MVP is, is a touch-and-go every year. You don't got to point out Jokic. Give Jokic a break. He's Jokic is a better player than Kendrick Perkins ever was. He's just as scary looking. Or you look at his brothers, just as scary. Ridiculous. Give Nikola Jokic a break. Future Hall of Famer, Nikola Jokic. I hope he gets that triple-double. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I, I have no idea why people don't like uh, Nikola Jokic. He's just getting crap all over the damn place. Anyway, speaking of getting crap, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about a quarter a quarterback who is, uh, I guess he's reaching outside of his lane right now. It's Daniel Jones. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First time caller and listener. I'm loving the show. Your show is just absolutely outstanding. I got to tell you, I've been listening to you and I've been feeling and agreeing with your flow. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. 
the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You just heard Marco Belletti tell you a few minutes ago in the news break. The New York, let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. And I am. The New York Knicks have won eight consecutive games. Eight? Julius Randle just had a game-winning three-point shot over the Miami Heat down in Miami. Julius Randle had the ball. He had it poked around at the over in the going towards the corner for three. He's basically at the wing. And he's having the ball slapped around. He picks it up, and he's kind of falling towards the corner. He, he just shoots a three, falling, fading away, and he knocks it down. The New York Knicks win 122-120. to 120. The Knicks now have a record of 38-27. and 27. Julius Randle tonight didn't just knock down that miraculous falling away sideways three-pointer to win the game. He had eight threes tonight. He finished with 43 points. Jalen Brunson had 25, eight assists. He's, he's what's really moving the New York Knicks towards, uh, I don't want to say contention. That, that wouldn't be accurate. But being a good team, a very good team right now. This is the same Julius Randle that was telling the fans, hey, y'all, F y'all. Now he's even having a better season than what he had two years ago when he was an all-star. Julius Randle, a two-time all-star, lighting things up. R.J. Barrett, 17 points. This is good for the Knicks. The fan base can hang their hat on something. The Knicks are moving in a positive direction. Nobody is yelling to, to fire the coach. The Knicks are still a, they still need another star. They need somebody else who can go out there and get their shot. But this is good. This also makes the New York Knicks attractive. If anybody should get ticked off, I don't know, or say I want to move away or go to another team, the, the New York Knicks, they very well might, they might be it. A matter of fact, this is that game-winning three. By Mike Breen, you know, from ESPN, ABC, bang. He covers the New York Knicks full-time. He might be saying bang a whole lot more for the Knicks. Take a listen to this game-winning three by Julius Randle on the MSG Network. Randle on the drive, stripped by Butler. Randle gets it back. Randle puts up a three. Bang! Bang! Randle knocks down the three with seven-tenths of a second remaining. Man, good for him. New York Knicks can go to the second round. Maybe they can advance past that. That'd be a shock. But go ahead. This is all team building. Make another step. Congratulations to the Knicks. 855-212-4CBS. Steve is here from D.C. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Steve? My guy, what's going on? What it is. Just had to get your, your input on, uh, you know, on a, on a Bradley Bill situation. Um. I argue with, with, with these delusional Wizards fans all the time. I'm a Wizards fan. Okay. But is he, like, I can name 15 people who can do at least role players who does what he do, and he's a super max player. Like, you were talking about Damian Lillard. You talk, Like, he's not even on that level. 
and he's getting paid more than them. Yes, I would agree. Yes, I don't know and, if I'd call. I don't know if I'd start going around saying that there are are role players there, but I don't see Bradley Beal as someone who's going to take the Wizards to a title. That ain't happening. Okay, so they get married when I say he's a he's a third option on the championship team. I don't know about three, but he ain't number one. He ain't two either. It don't matter. He ain't one. It don't matter. Yeah, you could push him. I got you, you. Could push him you could push him as I mean, far down the depth chart as you want. If it makes you feel he, better, exactly. call him I got five. You. Yeah. He ain't winning. He's not leading Washington to no title. That's that's all that matters. Yeah, that's a fact. But and then and and then also with with the um, I like what you said about uh Perk with the, but he didn't see he didn't he didn't say white. He said foreign players. He didn't say white. Well, a, Can- a Canadian? Uh, a German? <laughs> what what, I mean, what are we, we doing? Got what he was saying. Yeah, we got what he was saying, but he didn't, but you said white. He didn't say white. He just said foreign. Well, I don't care what, I don't care what he said. I said it. That's one of the things they you. have in common the last time I looked. Go ahead and cook. I'm going to send my to you. Go ahead and cook, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for calling from Washington. I mean, come on. Well, tell me what the three of them have in common. A Serbian, a Canadian, and a German. What are we doing? Who cares? That's dumb. I like Kendrick Perkins, but sometimes he just, he's saying some wild things. I remember Draymond Green called him something else. Just How about we stick to calling people their names? Unless they deserve to be called a dumbass. I got no problem calling somebody that. That's a little bit more universal. Please, let's treat people like people here. It's basketball. Making all this such a a big old deal. And for Bradley Beal, yeah, where's Bradley Beal taking him? Unfortunately, the Washington Wizards are a team that is just just treading water. They were also here in Atlanta a couple of days ago. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to make it to that game. They're, they're going nowhere. Ted Leonsis owns the squad. Where are they going? You got Bradley Beal and Kristaps Porzingis. Now now tell me something. What are they doing? I saw them the other night. I think they were taking on uh, Toronto Raptors. Kyle Kuzma's running around too. Like, where are they going? Nowhere. People are supposed to go to the, I don't even know what they call the arena. Capital One Arena, MCI Center. Shep, MCI doesn't exist, right? Don't believe so anymore. Yeah, I don't know. So many of these places, Sprint bought them and something bought Sprint. Does Sprint still exist? MC, I don't think. I, I don't know about the uh, uh, phone company, but MCI was 1997 to 2006. <laughs> yeah, MCI doesn't exist. And then Sprint, Sprint is going now too, isn't it? That I don't know. I think Sprint is. I think Sprint is not a Sprint. Sprint still exists. Oh, T-Mobile brought Sprint. Come on. They got some dumbass arena names. Sleep Train Arena. Anything's better than with Lakers for than Clippers play. Crypto yeah. Crypto.com Arena. How long do you think that name will stick? I, I hope it's done now. Well. I think uh, in a couple of weeks we won't have to hear the name of that arena. Well, we'll hear half of it. Right. 
Lakers will be done. God knows what the Clippers are doing. They bring on Russell Westbrook, and I know it's early. They only they they don't even win a game. They're zero and four. It's not it's not because it's not because of Westbrook though. He has played well. It's it's not. They just don't know. No, it's not his fault. They just don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Like they don't know how to play together. They just slapped a bunch of veterans together. They have amazing talent with amazing brand names. Well, what are they doing? So Z- so Zubats has, has been out. Um, that that's really hurt them. And, and Mason Plumlee can shoot all the left-handed free throws he wants. He's not a legitimate starter as a big man, and, and they're very devoid of that right now. Jr. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm not I'm not throwing in the towel on them. It's just it is ominous. It is just terrible, and it's not to blame Westbrook. But when the game is over and it's a blowout, and the image that goes viral are five guys <laughs> daring Russell Westbrook to shoot, and he's standing at the three-point line, flummoxed. That is a mind <laughs> blank. JR, he is the worst. Um, I don't even know if you want to call him an all-time great guard, but he's the worst Hall of Fame guard to ever shoot the ball in NBA history. Even Jason Kidd, who had no jump shot coming he, into the NBA, he, he, grew he, uh, with that he shot. Rec- he reclaimed himself later in his career, God bless him. 100%. But, 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 JR, but the weakness against Jason Kidd was he was this great facilitator and he could push the tempo and he could play defense, but he couldn't shoot. But Jason Kidd figured to himself, and he's smartly so, that if I'm going to last and be really good in this league into my late 30s and play till 40, which he did, I got to develop a jump shot, no matter what direction the game is going in. Russell Westbrook knows the direction of which the game has gone in since he's been in the NBA since 2008, and he has yet to make that adaptation. And it's well, sad maybe, to watch. Maybe he just sucks. You think about Maybe he just sucks. He doesn't suck. He just sucks as a shooter. Yeah, but I'm saying maybe the man will never be able to shoot. Maybe well, he just sucks. And he's not Ben Simmons. No, but maybe the man is practicing 3,000 shots a day, and he still sucks. We don't know. I think a lot of it's confidence, JR, believe it or not. It is. Yeah. But if it's not going in, then what do we want? I don't want to say he's not trying. Come on. Russell Westbrook knows he sucks as a three-point shooter, and he's shooting good from three-point range this year. And he still sucks. By, by Westbrook standards, yes. This guy will never catch a break. The poor guy. The JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about some uh, potential quarterbacks in the NFL. Can't catch a break on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t